pastor called me. He said, I want you to come down to do the men's meeting and, and the uh, Sunday service, you and your wife. I said, sure, we'll be there. But I had the opportunity, my wife and I had the opportunity of watching uh, the youth meetings that you guys had. What you call it? The Rise. And on the 3rd of August, on the 3rd of August, as Minister Saxton was preaching, I was lying in my bed. And the Lord gave me a snapshot of me standing here before you. Now hang on. Say, this is good news. This is good news. And I was standing here before you. And I was looking out over the congregation. And I saw these, don't get scared, I saw these demonic spirits hanging over the heads of some of you. These demonic spirits, they look like smoke from here down like a head or tail. But they look, they, the only way I can describe them, they look like a monkey, a little monkey with big eyes. And they was looking at me with them big eyes because I saw them. And they was trembling. But yet they had their tails around some of your heads. And many of you have been dealing with fear, indecisiveness, pressure, confusion, cloudy thinking. You've been disoriented, dizzy. Some of you have even suffered memory loss. All of those things makes it hard for us to hear from God. He's calling us up. He's calling us up hither. He's calling us to advance. So what I'm going to do, close your eyes. Just close your eyes. And I'm going to command them things to go. And from this moment forward, you will think with clarity. In the name of Jesus, by the power and authority that's upon my life, granted to me by the Lord Jesus Christ, I command every demonic spirit, I command you to let the people's mind go. Right now, not tomorrow, right now, you have to obey. Now I command you to go now. Leave this building, leave their homes, leave, leave their counties, leave, leave their cities, leave their states, and go back to hell from which you come. I decree liberty and freedom. Liberty and freedom to every man, boy, woman, and girl, girl that was affected by their influence. I call you free in the name of Jesus. Now, repeat this after me. Say, I decree, I decree 
that I can see clearly now. I can see clearly now that the darkness is gone. I can see that all the obstacles that were in my way are gone. Gone are the dark clouds that had me blind. But now I can see in Jesus' name. You're free. 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 Now I didn't know how all that was gonna work out, but it worked out, didn't it? Amen, amen. You may be seated. Is everything okay? Everybody all good? Is everybody living? Are you loving living? Well, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Y'all look so beautiful, handsome, anointed, rich, prosperous. My God, my God, my God. The Lord will have me tell you, stop stating facts. Speak the truth. Stop stating facts. Speak the truth. You got me, Elder Baker. Stop stating facts. Speak the truth. My God. Mm. See, we're on the rise. We're on the rise. Just giving them a minute. See, it's important that we know who we are in Christ. And I said just a second ago, stop stating facts, but speak the truth. The fact is, you might not have a whole bunch of money in your pocket, but the truth is, you're rich. The fact is, you might be feeling a little sick. But the truth is you're whole, you're well, and you're walking whole person, person prosperity. You might feel lonely. That might be a fact. But the truth is you're not alone. You're not alone. You have his promises. And you have to learn how to make his promises your perception. And you have to learn how to speak his word. Jesus said, I am that I am. See, when you put, with anything you put behind those two words, I am, you're stating your current state of being. I am sick. See, you're stating your current state of being. Change that. Use that same air that's in your lungs and just change it. I'm healed. Use that same air 
that God has placed in your heart and say, I'm rich. Now, I'm not just talking about financially rich. Whole person prosperity. Dad, I loved it. When I heard uh, uh, Dad Tilton say that, I made that mine. I made that mine. See, here's why I'm sharing what I'm sharing today and going to get into. Say this after me. Say one new perception. One new idea. One act of surrender. One change in mind. One leap of faith. One word from God. Can and will change your life forever. Think about that. All you need is one word. It'll change your life forever. One word from God. He can change your life forever. If you allow it. If you allow it. He asked the guy, said, will you, will you be made whole? Will you be made whole? You know, Pastor Jonathan, I, I, was, I was meditating on that scripture. And I know he was asking the guy, did he want to be whole? But he said, will you? You know what I thought about? If someone was walking up to a person and wanted to bless them with a gift. And they saying, oh, no, I can't take that, man. Will you take this gift? Will you, will you just take this healing? Will you take this million dollars? Will you take your substance, the things that I've given you and blessed you with? Will you take this life that I've died for? Will you take it? I said, will you take it? Yes. Yes, sir. Will you take it? Will you take it? What I'm sharing here ain't in my notes. Will you take it? Will you receive heaven's provision? Will you? He longs to see you walking in right standing. He longs to see you happy every day. Every day. You know, we use our faith a lot for material things. Why not use our faith for self-development? To become better men and women for God. To be the light that he's created us to be. And be the Christians that he, he, he's called you to be. See, many of us try too hard to be Christians when you are a Christian. 
See, I'm not going to try to be a man. I'm a man. My wife ain't going to try to be a woman. She's a woman. She is a woman. God loves you so much. My God. My God. Revelation chapter 4. Verse 1. there and it says after this I looked and beheld a door was open in heaven and the first voice which I heard was as it were of a trumpet talking with me which said come up hither about two weekends ago just as I was waking up out of my sleep I heard the Holy Ghost say come up here and I shared that with my wife and that's when she said yeah cause he's been talking about me talking to me about the kingdom shifting so this shift I mentioned it earlier the shift is not going to be lateral side to side we've done enough of that it's time to grow up so the shift is going to be up and forward. Up and forward. Say up, forward. See, at the right angle, you can get the right trajectory, which determines the distance that you're going to go. Okay? Come up hither. Come up hither. But in order to come up, we got to get rid of the weights that's hold us down. That word come is a word of advancement. It's not a word of retreat. It's advancement. God is advancing his people. In church at large, the crows are going to fall off. Because he's coming for a church without spot or blemish. He's coming for a people that mean business. It means to move towards, to advance near in any manner and from any distance. To draw near. He's calling you near. When he said come up hither. Not only is he putting you on another level. He's, he's drawing you near to him. Because in him we live and move and have our being. Come on we can flow in the Holy Ghost. 
Get in the river, y'all. Get in the river, y'all. Stop fighting the current. Don't fight the current. People drown because they fight the current. That's how people drown. But if they learn to relax, they'll float. If they learn to relax, and they'll float. People only drown because they fight in the water. So the water overtake them. Float, y'all. Float. 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 If you're in the river, float. Don't be afraid. You don't have to know where you're going when God is taking you there. He know. He knows the end from the beginning and the beginning from the end. Just go. You might, Abraham did. He left mama now. He left the family. He just went. Come up here the means to advance and arrive at some state or condition. The word come generally implies the action of moving or traveling toward the speaker or a specific location. It indicates the act of approaching or arriving at a particular place, situation, or event. It can also imply the act of moving closer in time. Of progression, time of progression. When God beckons us to come, he's calling us forward and upwards. The word come is a word that means advancement. He's calling you from where you are to where he is. He's calling you out of darkness into his presence, which is light. When Jesus says come, he's encouraging and instructing us to do four things. If you have a pencil, a piece of paper, or your phones, write the word come in a straight line. C-O-M-E. Let me know when you get it. Okay, when Jesus says come, he's encouraging and instructing us to claim his promises. Some of y'all might not like this one. Obey his word. And some of y'all too lazy to do what I'm about to say. Move forward without doubt or fear. In E, enter into the place he has called you to. See, it's going to take our cooperation with the Spirit to get to our final destination, his expected end for our lives. I said this yesterday, what I'm about to say. Many of God's people 
are sitting in an open cell. Because you're waiting for him to come and get you out. Lazarus come forth. If Lazarus had not come out of that tomb, he would have stayed there. The Lord, it says, come up hither. If you choose to stay down low, that's your fault. That's your fault. You can't blame nobody but you, yourself. Nobody but you. Come up hither. Come up hither. Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. NLT translation. It says, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to, to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down. Say this with me. It's time to get naked. Adam and Eve was naked in the beginning. There was no sin in them. They were butt naked. Now, see, some of y'all mind running off. It ain't got no... Bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. We in church. Especially the sin that so easily trips us up. And let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus. Say the word. I said, say the word. Jesus. Say the word. Jesus. The champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross. Disregarding his shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor besides God's throne. He disregarded the shame. Many of you have got to learn to disregard the shame of your past. You got me? Just disregard it. Say disregard. Husband and wife, some of y'all, some of you guys disregard one another. So it's not like you don't know how to disregard. Stop disregarding one another. Everything you need as a kingdom citizen is in you. Let it out. Grace. God's divine ability. Grace is good. 
it teaches us to deny ungodliness and worldly love. Many of us are weighed down because we're dealing with worldly lust. Many of us are weighed down. No, I take that back. Some people, some people, some people, they're not in here. They, some people are weighed down because of their past failures, self-deception, negative self-talk. That's a big one. Fear, the opinions of others. Stop worrying about what other people think about you. You can't change it. That's their fault. That's their issue. Their opinions of you, is, is that's on them. Not on you. You do you. You do you and God. Sin conscience. See, some are so hung up on the past dirt they did they can't move forward. I'm going to get close to home now. Some of our black brothers can't advance in life because they worried about the white man doing something to them. Get rid of that slave mentality. That yazoo, yaza mentality. You're the child of a king. You're the child of a king. The traditions of men is another thing that holds us back. Come up here. Come up, y'all. Come up. See, up here, you can get a better vantage point. Of your life. You, you have a bit better. We call it in, in, in engineering a bird's eye view. You can see that devil coming. If you come up here. If you up here. Where you belong. Where you belong. We're seated with him in heavenly places. Where you belong. Where the eagles fly. Exactly. You can see life clearly. Unforgiveness. That's a big one. I ain't gonna forgive him or her until they come and apologize to me. What you have done is locked yourself. You've locked yourself in a place that you are immovable. Unforgiveness is like a stake driven in the ground. Okay? You latched on to that 
and all the things you can do is walk around in a circle. You're not advancing. You just walk around in a circle. Will it go around in a circle? How many of you had dogs locked in the backyard, chained up in the backyard? Only thing they did was walk around in a circle. You're not advancing. You're not growing. You're staying in one state. Let it go. Let it go. What's that song Lenny sang? Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> See, some of y'all so serious, y'all can't even laugh. Distrust. See, too many of us, too, too many people play with distrust. And when I'm saying people, I'm talking about in the body of Christ. They can't trust somebody because they've been hurt. Who hadn't been hurt? Who hadn't been hurt? My wife and I wouldn't be preaching today had we allowed distrust to affect our lives. We stayed the course. Pastor hurt. Work it out. Walk it out. Walk out your salvation. Because it's good on the other side. Distraction. Some of y'all probably, somebody in here probably heard because my wife walking around in Adidas. You're distracted. You're distracted. You're hating because she got on Adidas. When the only thing you got to do, when the only thing you got to do is just ask her, where you get that from? And go get you one. Yeah, just go ahead. Go get you one. Huh? Yeah, they make more than one. She just found that one in her size. Not in your size, her size. I used to see people driving Jaguars and things like that. I didn't hate on them. That didn't distract me. That built my faith. Because guess what I said? If they got one, I can get one. They make more than one in different colors. They even got convertible. Oh, they just look so happy. Ah, they're so happy. You distracted because I'm happy? You distracted because Pastor Jonathan happy, Pastor Kim happy. You distracted. Here we go. Watch this. You distracted because they debt free. When, when, when they can become debt free too. Make that a milestone. I'm on my way. 
If they can do it, I can do it too. Stop being distracted by worldly things. Things don't amount to a hill of beans. Be happy for your brothers and sisters. Pride. Wrong focus. That goes along with distraction. Doubt and unbelief. God did it for them. I don't think he can do it for me. Do you know that's pride? You think it's being humble. That's pride. That's pride. Y'all better listen. God said, I'm bestowing my blessings upon you daily. But you thinking, oh, I can't accept that. That's your pride in a way. You're too prideful to be blessed. That's a sad thing. That's a sad thing. Too proud to be blessed. I ain't got now ounce of pride in me. Bless me. Bless me. I deserve the blessing. Oh, I don't deserve that. I've been too sick. If you didn't deserve it, knucklehead, Jesus wouldn't have died for you. You deserve everything he's provided for you. See yourself in another light. You follow me? You riding with me? You riding in my Bentley? Look out. See, some of y'all got mad about that. He talking about a Bentley. I can have a Bentley if I want a Bentley. I can have a mansion if I want a mansion. I'm just telling you. And I can talk this way because I know who I am in him. He gives me the desires of my heart. I might not have it today, but I'm on my way. I will never stay where the devil want me to be. But so many people are weak. You're too weak to use your faith. They're too weak to use their faith. When the only thing they need to do is just believe. To believe. You believe anyway, just in the other way. Flip it. Believe the right way. If you can't say nothing good in English, pray in tongues. I 
going to give you a secret. It's with the mouth that confession is made unto salvation. Am I right? Confession means to say the same thing as someone else. Right? We got the word of God. So we ought to say the same thing as the word of God said concerning us. Right? Well, if you can't do that, just pray in tongues. Tongues is a language. When you pray in tongues, you're confessing the perfect will of God for your life. You don't even really have to think about it. It just comes up. See, your head might be saying, I don't know how I'm going to pay my rent. I don't know how I'm going to pay my money. But just start praying in the spirit. See, when you pray in the tongue, it takes you up to another level. And then all of a sudden you'll get the interpretation. Thank you, Lord, I, my rent is paid. I thank you, Lord, that you provided all my needs. I thank you, Lord, that you blessed me with my Bentley. I thank you, Lord, that my children are not getting in trouble. I thank you, Lord, that I'm rich and not poor. I thank you, Lord, that I'm alive and well. I thank you, Lord, that you are my God, my King. I thank you, Lord. Are y'all riding with me? Am I driving too fast? Do I need to put it on cruise? There ain't no cruising, God. We're going to infinity and beyond. That's where he's calling us to. Infinity and beyond. Am I good on time? Okay. Infinity and beyond. Now, to go higher, you must acclimate yourself. You got to acclimate yourself. You got to learn to stay connected. Keep your faith connected. You had that, that, that picture of that tree? I showed this in Canaan. You see that tree? What's wrong with that tree? Look at it closely. What's wrong with that tree? It's uprooted. No, it's not. It's rooted, even though it's on the side. Even though you sit, if you stay rooted, you'll flourish. You're going to grow. Y'all better tell somebody, if you stay rooted, I don't care if it's one little strand of root, you're rooted. Even though you're on your side. See, it's going to take faith to get you higher. Faith in him. You can't do it in your own ability. We can't do it. I couldn't do it in my own ability. I tried to get off pornography in my own ability. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. But then one day, 
<laughs> the anointing of God was revealed to me. And I began to pray in tongues. Olivia, sometime I would be sitting in front of the computer looking at that stuff. Couldn't get up on my own. Locked in. But then I started praying in the Holy Ghost. Still declaring and decreeing that I'm the righteousness of God. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I have, I have victory in him. I'm free, but I'm still looking. I'm free. I'm still looking. I'm free. I'm still looking. I'm free. One day I got up. Why? I was on my back, but I stayed connected. I'm giving you keys for life, y'all. I'm giving you keys. Am I, am I right, baby? You love me, baby. Watch out now. Just stay connected. Stay connected. You have to. Spiritual acclamation. Galatians 5. Chapter 5, yeah, Galatians 5, verses uh, 13, 26. It's about 13 verses. Beloved ones, this is the Passion Translation. Beloved ones, God has called us to live a life of freedom. But don't view this wonderful freedom as an excuse to set up a base of operation in the natural realm. Constantly love each other and be committed to serve one another. See, some of y'all got, I got mine, get yours. You don't want to help a brother. You don't want to help your sister. Because you got yours. And you want us to get your, our own. We don't know how to get our own. See, that's what the, the church missing. We're the, we're the only Christ or Jesus people will see. And if you got this attitude, I got mine, get yours, what you have will be taken from you. Because he didn't bless us for us to heap it upon ourselves. He blessed us to share it. Am I getting in trouble? For all the law can be summarized in one grand statement. Demonstrate love to your neighbor, even as you care for and love yourself. But if you continue to criticize and come against each other over minor issues, not, not major issues, minor issues, you're acting like wild beasts, trying to destroy one another. Let me emphasize this. As you yield to the dynamic life and power of the Holy Spirit, you will abandon the cravings of your self-life. When your self-life craves the things that offend the Holy Ghost. See, some, 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 some people are offending the Holy Ghost. 
No wonder the saints are going crazy. Saints going wild. Because the preacher's going wild. The preacher's going wild. When your self-life craves the things that offend the Holy Spirit, you hinder him from living free in, within you. If he's not moving in you, that's your fault. That's why it's quick to repent. When you mess up, it's quick to repent. Don't wallow in it. You're being perfected. You're growing. You mess up, repent. It's that simple. Move on. Keep on trucking. When your self-life prays to things that offend the Holy Spirit, you will hinder him from living free within you. And the Holy Spirit intense cravings hinder your, hinder your, your self-life from dominating you. So then the two incompatible and conflicting forces within you are your self-life of the flesh in the new creation life of the spirit. Two forces. You hear me, mama? Conflict. Give no place to the devil. Resist him and he will flee. I used to think resisting means run from him. It means stand there. On the promises of God and in the power and anointing of God that's upon your life. And he will flee. See, we have got to look. Spiritual warfare is easy. When you stop fighting it from down here. And fight it from up here. You don't, you don't war against the flesh or the devil on their level. Come up here. You don't fight to get victory. You fight from victory. You're maintaining your victory. He's trying to get your stuff. And see, so many of the saints think the devil got power. Well, guess what? If he has power over you, it's because you gave it to him. Are we okay? But when you yield to the life of the Spirit, you will no longer be living under the law, but soaring above. Soaring above. The behavior of the self-life is obvious. Sexual immortality, lust for thoughts, pornography, Chasing after things instead of God, manipulating others, hatred of those who get in your way, senseless arguments, senseless arguments. Can I be transparent? When my wife and I have some of them uh, heated conversations, and as soon as I it registered, this is senseless. I said, I ain't doing this. 
ain't doing this. I said, you can have the last word. I'm done. I'm done. See, grace would give you, because I could go, uh, you know, I could go, or she could go, or we could go, and we have gone in the past, but guess what? It was senseless. So let grace lead and guide you. Let grace make you weak. Let it make you weak. Let it make you give up to want to be right, even though you know you're right. And the other person know you're right. You know I'm right. You know I'm right, but pride gets in the way and makes you think that I'm not right. Or make me think that you're not right. It goes both ways. But grace, will, just yield to grace. Grace has said just be weak. Just give up. Give up. Let her win. Or let him win. And when, and when you do it, you can have it. I'm out. Now what are we going to eat? What are we going to eat? Yeah. What you going to eat? Whatever you cook. I'm giving you keys. To get you out. We spend too much time. People spend too much time on senseless things. Walk in the spirit. This Galatians 5.16. King James Version. I've jumped ahead. Walk in the spirit. And you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. The Amplified Version says, But I say walk and live habitually in the Holy Spirit, responsive to and controlled and guided by the Spirit. Then you will certainly not gratify the cravings and desires of the flesh, of human nature without God. That's the flesh. The flesh is human nature without God. Galatians 5.25. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. The message translation of Galatians 5.25 and 26. Okay, you got it? Since this is the kind of life we have chosen, Life of the Spirit. The life of the Spirit. Let us make sure that we do not just hold it as an idea in our own heads or a sentiment in our hearts, but work out the, its implications in every detail of our lives. Work it out. Work it out. Work it out. That means, say that means. We will not compare ourselves with each other as if one of us were better than another. Another. We have far more interesting things to do with our lives. 
I got better things to do to be dealing with your nonsense. Each of us is an original. That means I'm an original. You're an original. You're an original. If you're an original, why you want to be a copycat? Why you want to be like me? Or why would I want to be like you? Why? Ask yourself that question. Why would I want to be like them? I'm an original. I'm authentic. Acclimate. I'm going to read a couple of definitions. To adopt, to adapt to a new temperature, altitude, climate, environmental situation. To change something so as to make it suitable for a new use or situation. To confer on an alien the rights and privileges of a native. To bestow upon an alien the rights and privileges of the native. You got me? We're aliens. But God has bestowed upon us the rights and privileges of his kingdom. Y'all tracking? Y'all going to sleep? To adopt foreigners into a nation or state and place them in the conditions of natural born subjects. Do you not know that an adopted child has the same rights as the natural child, biological child? And the adopted parents can't give that child away. They locked in. We locked in. You know, in aircraft, they have, uh, uh, they call it a five-point five point seat belt. Lock you in the plane. You got one that comes up in between the leg, and they got five points on the buckle. Straps, waist, here. You locked in five points. Five is the number of grace. We locked in by grace. The Lord can't give you away if he wanted to. He can't give you away if he wanted to. Because if he did, he'd be going against himself. And our God is not a schizophrenic God. He's not bipolar. 
He's not a Dr. Jekyll or Mr. Hyde. He's constant. He's constant. He's absolute. Now, the acclimation process, I learned this when I was in Iraq, because it was hot. <laughs> that I was on the treadmill, as a matter of fact, and I was just jogging, and, and the Holy Ghost just caught me right. He said, you, you, you know, people got to be, you got to acclimate yourself to the spirit. I said, what? He said, yeah, you got to acclimate yourself to the spirit. I said, what are you talking about? He said, get to your room, we're going to talk. So I go to the room. And he said, I said, well, he said, take a look at, go back and look at some of the, the literature they give you before you come down range. And they tell you, you got to acclimate yourself to the crime. And it takes about seven to ten days to acclimate. And the process consists of this. Eating the proper food. Getting the proper rest. Consuming the proper amount of fluids, become familiar with the language, be familiar with your surrounding area, get, it, get the proper exercise, and put on the proper clothing. Y'all ready for a go for a ride? Eating the proper food, partake of the word, meditate on the word day and night. Got to eat right. Matthew 4, 4, message says, Jesus answered by quoting Deuteronomy. It takes more than bread to stay alive. It takes a steady stream of words from God's mouth. Get the proper rest. John, chapter 6, verse 29, Amplified. Jesus replied, this is the work or the service that God asks of you, that you believe in, in the one whom he has sent, that you cleave to, trust, rely on, and have faith in his Messiah. Have faith in the Messiah. Have faith in God. Having faith in God, you enter into the rest that he's provided for you. Rest in the Lord and he shall renew your strength. Rest. Some of us been too busy. Busy, 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 busy bees. Consuming the proper amount of fluids. John chapter 4, verses 13 through 14. 13 and 14, rather. Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. 
Drink of the Spirit. Drink of the Spirit. Know the language. And that they, Acts 2-4, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Learn the language of the land. Learn the language of the Spirit. Well, it's an unlearned language. Yield to it. Receive it and yield to it. Become familiar with the land. And the Lord said to Moses, Send men to explore and scout out for yourselves the land of Canaan, which I give to the Israelites. From each tribe of their fathers you shall send a man, every one a leader or head among them. Joshua 1.3. Every place that the sole of your foot should tread upon, that have I given unto you, as I said to Moses. Get the proper exercise. First Timothy 4 and 8, Amplified. For physical training is of some value, useful for a little, but godliness, spiritual training, is useful and of value in everything and in every way. For it holds promise for the present life and also for the life which is to come. You got it? Put on the proper clothes. See, you wonder why. You've seen these pictures where they be in the desert and they got on all these clothes. The clothing keep them cool. It's to protect their skin. They're not hot. It keeps them cool. We got the arm of God. Put it on. It keeps us cool and calm. The whole, the whole armor of God. The whole armor. That's Ephesians chapter 4, verses 20 through 32. I won't read that. The armor of God is defensive covering for the body. The ones that are getting battered up and beaten up, that's in the body of Christ, they're naked. They're naked. Mental illness and, and all this stuff, they're naked. They don't have on the helmet of salvation. They don't put on the they didn't put on the breastplate of righteousness. And they are not using the shield of faith. And they're not girded, their lawns are not girded about with truth. And their feet are definitely not. They walk around barefooted. And they can't think straight because they don't have on the helmet. And they're not warring correctly because they don't know the word. The sword is the word. So we're talking about spiritual acclamation. Come up here. Come up here. That's where God wants us. That's where he's taking us. But we must yield to it. Yes, sir. 
Amen. Amen. Everybody get anything out of this? Hallelujah. Hallelujah.